Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. If you'd open your Bibles with me, I just have one verse to read in the book of Isaiah chapter 6. The book of Isaiah chapter 6. Amen. Amen, amen. Praise God. And verse number 1, Isaiah 6. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up, and His train filled the temple. Amen. Praise God. In the year King Uzziah died, Isaiah said, this is him talking, I saw also something else. Amen. Father, thank you for your word. Blessed in the name of Jesus. We appreciate you so much, God. Have your way, Lord, with this, this word. And God, speak to our lives and let it speak deep in our soul and let it minister to somebody. Amen. Hallelujah. That's going through something, Lord, that... They need to see something else. Amen. An alternative at the same time for hope. Amen. And for future. In Jesus' name. And everybody say? Amen. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. I want to title this message using one word out of that scripture when he said, I saw also the Lord. I just want to preach about also. Amen. Has anyone ever preached about also to you? Okay, well, it's about time it happened. Amen. You know, so many times in life, things happen to us that grab all of our focus and all of our attention. The circumstances surrounding these happenings and these events seem to make everything else in our lives at the time fade into the background as these things push and shove their way onto the center stage of our lives, whether we want them or not. Because of this, the nature of these things, they suck the oxygen out of the the room, so to speak, and that is all we think about, and the thing that consumes us the most is this thing that's just coming against us and trying to take us over. Amen. And the brashness... And the forwardness of these occurrences try to intimidate us and get up in our faces and try to deceive us into thinking that there's no way out. There's no other way but to deal with this thing, however it's going to deal with us. And we're just going to have to settle for it, settle for the situation, and that we're powerless to do anything about it. It can be a tragedy that strikes out of nowhere, a phone call, a knock at the door, and our life changes forever. It can be a temptation that overwhelms us that we give in to. It can be a sickness that just will not go away, and the list goes on. Amen. And that takes me to our text verse and the story that surrounds it. You see, that this was the year that King Uzziah died. Now, Isaiah was the prophet to the king. The king always had a prophet that God could speak to the king through. And Uzziah happened to be one of the few good kings of the nation of Judah. 
He did great things in his life for the people and turned it around and got rid of the idolatry and all the things and, and, and repaired the temple and, and just made everybody's life much better in the kingdom. And there was peace in the kingdom. and There was all kinds of things under Uzziah. But toward the end of Uzziah's life, he kind of got lifted up in pride. He took upon him some of the things that he wasn't supposed to be doing. It was supposed to be only the priesthood. And uh, he, he, you know, God uh, punished him, and he ended up, you know, dying a, a, a terrible death. And the whole nation mourned at this, this passing of this king because they loved him. They were sad about what happened to him. They understood why God did it, but they were sad. And, and Isaiah, you know, though he was the prophet, he was sad as well because he had seen plenty of bad kings before Uzziah, and he knew that Uzziah's son could very well be a bad king who would be taking over for him. And so, you know, the nation was in mourning, and uh, everyone felt the pain of it, and Isaiah, the same thing. And when Isaiah, you know, began to contemplate, it was overwhelming him, and that was the singular focus of him and the nation. They, They forgot about everything else. That was just right up in their faces, and that was the only thing that was that was, you know, you know, in front of their minds and causing them to lose sleep and so forth. Amen. But the Bible said, in the year King Uzziah died, I saw also. Amen. Something else presented itself during that time. Amen. That gave Isaiah a plan B. Something else to look forward to. Something else to draw strength from. He saw the Lord. He saw a vision of heaven. He saw the Lord high and lifted up, and sitting on his temple, on his throne, and his train filled. The train is like, you know, the train of a wedding dress, that long thing that drags, and I don't know why it's there, but it's getting dirty, and I don't know. But that long thing that's dragging behind that dress, that's a train. You know, you could think of like a comet, the tail of a comet. It's like a train. Amen. And so God, his train filled the temple because he's huge and he's awesome. Amen. And and he looked up, and in his sorrow and his tears, amen, he goes, whoa, wow, this is awesome. This is giving me strength, amen. And so that word also was key in turning around Isaiah, who, because who, when you can turn around the men of God and get them right on the right direction and getting them back, casting vision for the people and showing people the way of the Lord, then the people follow suit. And, and so when God talked to the man of God and said, also, amen. Amen. Look up here. Amen. All is not lost. Yes, Uzziah is gone. Amen. But all is not lost. I'm still on my throne. And as long as I'm on my throne, everything's going to be okay. (coughs) Praise God. People come and go. Kings come and go. Presidents come and go. But God doesn't go nowhere. Amen. Jobs come and go. Situations come and go. Sicknesses come and go. Good days and bad days and blessings and whatever come and go. But God never goes anywhere. And so we all, we need that also in our lives. When when that one thing tries to take everything and tries to take over everything. Amen. And and if we're not careful, we'll just be, you know, hypnotized and looking at it the whole time. Amen. Instead of looking around for the also. Because God always has an also in our lives. We just got to look for it. Amen. I'm here to tell you unequivocally this morning that there's always another way. There's always another choice. 
There's always something else. There's always a plan B. There's always an also that will present itself in the midst of our turmoil and darkness and pain. There's always going to be an also. We just sometimes got to search for it and wait for it and look for it. Amen. There's always a way of escape when, we're, when we trust, amen, in Jesus and look to Him alone for our help and the way out of a situation. Amen. Psalm 61, 2, from the end of the earth will I cry unto thee. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that's higher than I. When my heart gets overwhelmed and I don't know where to turn, amen, there's a rock that's higher than I. There's a rock that's, that's bigger than what's overwhelming me. Amen. Don't ever think that the thing that's overwhelming you, whether it might be your Mount Everest, amen, God spoke Mount Everest into existence. It's a little, bit, a little bitty Hershey kiss to him. Amen. That he could just flip off the earth's surface if he wanted to. It's nothing for him. Amen. But oh, problems seem like Mount Everest sometimes. Unsurmountable. We can't scale it. We can't get around it and go over it and do nothing. But God is bigger than any mountain. God's bigger than any problem. He's our also. Lead me to the rock that's higher than I. When things like this occur in our lives, we need something bigger than the situation. Amen. Bigger than the trouble trying to be the biggest thing in our life. One of the greatest deceivers in our life is not the devil, even though he's one of them. But our hearts are one of the greatest deceivers in our lives. Our own heart, amen, can play tricks on us. Our own heart can deceive us. And with emotions and, 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 you know, condemnation and all kinds of stuff running wild. Amen. It can trick us and take our emotions to a fever pitch about things and cause us to be bogged down in the mire of us deception. But I'm here to tell you, amen, because Jeremiah 17, it, 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 uh, it proves this point. In verse 9, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Amen. I don't know your heart. I don't know my heart. <coughs> Amen. We think we know each other's hearts. Amen. But nobody, we can't even know our own heart sometimes. But God knows our heart. Amen. Even when your heart is your problem. Even when your own heart is, is, is the big thing that's in your face and trying to mess with you. Amen. God is bigger than our heart. He created our heart. 1 John 3, 24, if our heart condemn us, God is greater than our heart. He knows all things. When I don't know all things, He knows all things. When I don't know what tomorrow holds, He holds tomorrow. Amen. When I'm not sure where to turn, amen, God is going to be the one that's going to show me, go, go that way, my, 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 my child. Go that way. God's going to do it because He's greater than my heart. Amen. He'll take that condemnation. He'll turn it around. Hallelujah. Thank God He knows our heart. He knows what we need to do to get out of the situation. You know, temptation is another powerful force 
in our lives that the enemy uses to entice us, amen, into doing things that are displeasing to God. Because the enemy, he's been around thousands of years, and he sees, he knows the weakness of people, amen. And and my weakness is not your weakness, and that person's weakness is different than that person's. And so he studies people, and he sees people's weakness, and then he'll throw out the temptations and try to get people, amen, to, uh, to break down in their weakest point, praise God, Hallelujah. James chapter uh, number 1 verse 14 says, But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Then when lust is conceived, it bringeth forth sin, and sin when it's finished bringeth forth death. Amen. So, you know, this, the, the enemy will try to get us to, to uh, give in to temptation so that we transgress God and His Word and displease God and cause our relationship with God to have, amen, some interruptions in it. And, and, and then it won't be healthy. And we'll lose contact with God here and there because of it. Amen. But I'm here to tell you, hallelujah, that God made a way of escape for every temptation. He made an also, hallelujah, whenever temptation comes our way it's up to us to fight it it's up to us amen to not give in it's up to us to wait for the calvary to come amen because god is gonna come it's gonna happen but we just gotta wait on the lord wait i say on the lord (laughs) to renew your strength and to get your answer first corinthians 10 13 said there has no temptation taken you. And Brian was talking about this earlier. Amen. But such as common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that you are able, but will with the temptation also make a way of es- to escape that you may be able to bear it. Amen. You see, like Brian was saying, he had a rough year last year, and he was wondering if God... Uh, didn't, you know, realize how much he could handle or not because it seemed like it was way more than he could handle. And sometimes we feel that way. Like, God, you said you wouldn't put on me more than I can bear. But you know you know what? I think God has more faith in us than we have in ourselves sometimes. He has more confidence in us. Just like when we had a good mentor or a good coach or a good teacher when we were growing up, uh, amen, that saw something in us that we didn't see in ourselves and we would have quit a long time ago. But they said they encouraged us. They pushed us beyond our limits, amen, and made us better than we were because they saw something that we didn't see and that's how God, our Heavenly Father, views us, amen. We can handle more than we think we can because God is with us. If The reason why we don't think we can handle it is when we try to do it on our own sometimes. But when we do it with God's help, we can do way more than we think we can do, folks. There's also, there's always an also. There's a way of escape for every temptation that you'll be able to bear it. That's your also. (coughs) Amen. That's your also. Thank you, Jesus. God always provides an alternative choice. There's always an also that we can look to. We might have to wait on it. Amen. It might not be immediate. And that's when we have to resist the devil. That's when we have to resist temptation. That's when we have to stand firm and and do what God wants us to do. 
and because we put the Word of God in, in, our, in our hearts already, and we've been praying, and we've been coming to church, these things give us strength to resist and to wait while we're waiting on the answer. Amen. We're waiting because the also is not always apparent. The also sometimes comes, amen, through searching and seeking and, 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 and you know, trying to find God in the situation. But it's there. Amen. It will be there at some point, if not right off the bat. Praise God. Amen. So, what is hounding you this morning? What's trying to be number one in your life as far as a big old mess and trying to take all your resources, all your five senses to try to just comprehend and and compute and figure what's going on here what is forcibly trying to hog up all your attention to to the detriment of the rest of your life what is overwhelming you right now what is condemning you right now what is afflicting you right now look for the also from god amen hallelujah it is there and it'll guide you out It'll guide you out like a guide, like somebody dropped, like a guide from a helicopter to guide out a lost party of hikers or whatever. It'll guide you out. Amen. Sometimes he also is just wait on God and you'll renew your strength. Mount up with wings as eagles. Run and not be weary and walk and not faint. Wait on God. Wait on God. That's the hardest part. Amen. I've been told by my family I'm the most patient person in the world. Just kidding. <laughs> Amen. But it takes patience. You know, true faith takes patience. You know, I can have faith for a nanosecond. Hey, okay. I'm, I got a hundred. Hey, oh, it's over. Oh, oh, oh. That was all I had faith for right there. Oh, blink of an eye. Hey, you missed it. That was a nanosecond. But you get into, you know, one whole second. Ooh, now I'm teetering. I don't know if I can hang on. Sometimes we, we're like that. We, we just can't hang on. Amen. But we, sometimes we got to wait. And it's a day. It's a week. It's months. What's going on, God? Amen. Some of you might have prayers that you've been praying for more than one year and it hasn't, prayed, and it hasn't come to pass yet. Does anybody have a prayer that you've been praying for more than a year? Amen. You know what I'm going to tell you? Don't stop praying for it. Amen. Don't give up on it. Praise God. Yeah, but, you know, some people said, you know, you should just name it and claim it. You know, blab it and grab it. You know, just one time and that's it. If, I, if I'd ask the second time, then it's going to be, I'll have a, it causes me to believe like I got doubt and God's not going to believe, want me to do it, you know. But no, that, that is not, there's no Bible for name and claim and blab and grab and all that kind of stuff. You know what that is? That's just like nanosecond faith. But I'm talking about waiting on God. Amen. I got parable after parable that says, hey, the squeaky wheel is going to get the grease. The person that's going to be squeaky until God comes through, it's going to happen. The person, amen, that goes to the, the little widow woman that goes to the unjust judge and doesn't stop going to his courtroom until he avenges her of her adversary. Amen. The guy that has a friend visit at midnight, doesn't have any food to give him. He beats on his door and says, I need some food to give my friends. I'm not stopping until you give me some food. Amen. And I'm talking about that is persistence. We need bulldog faith. When we latch on, we're not letting go for nothing. You can swing us around and throw us all over the place. And we're going to hold on to God. And we're not going to let this one thing 
that's trying to overwhelm us, we're going to look for the also. Amen. You see, God will hear and answer our prayers, folks. Don't stop praying. I've told you the story many times about the, the lady that her and her husband had kids and started going to church, but he fell out of church, and he, he stopped going to church for like 25 years or something. And she raised those kids in church by herself, and he stayed home. He wouldn't darken the door, maybe every blue moon or a special picnic or something, but he wasn't there, you know. Amen. But you know what? That faithful wife, she kept praying for him day in and day out, week month and year and you would think well, yeah you, lady you ought to give up i'll give you the gold medal for not but man you, you should have stopped after five years or 10 or 15 or 20 but you kept going 21 2 3 4 now it's 25 year anniversary of, of you praying for this your husband amen but did you know that on the 25th year that her prayer was answered and he came to a service and he gave his life back to god and began faithfully coming to church and you could tell he was definitely back with God without a shadow of a doubt and about two weeks later he dropped dead of a heart attack what if she would have stopped praying he would have died and who knows what his only God knows where he would have been ending up amen nobody knows the heart of people but if you're not serving God it's not good Amen. But I'm telling you, praise God, 25 years, that's a long prayer. I'm not saying they're all going to be like that. There's some that's just like that. Some he answers the same moment, the same day. Those are the awesome ones. And we say, God, why can't you do it on all of them? You know, we just kind of remind him we would like that for all of them, please. Amen. But that's not the way he works. He does what he wants. Amen. But God will hear and answer our prayers. James chapter 5 is any... Verse 13, is any among you afflicted? Let him pray. You got affliction? Is affliction up in your face? Pray, and it'll go away. Amen. And then, you, and then that, I didn't give you the next part of the verse, but that if you, after those dots, if, if, anybody, if you're merry in your heart, you can sing psalms. Amen. So that's what it's talking about. Anybody merry? Any, if you're afflicted, pray. If you're happy, sing psongs. Amen. But if you pray, your affliction will go away and you will sing a song. (laughs) Philippians 4, 6 said, Do not be anxious about anything. Instead, in every situation. Everybody say, in every situation. In every situation, through prayer and petition. This is the the NIV. uh, With thanksgiving, tell your request to God. And the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Praise God. So let Him work His mighty power in your life. Look for the also. Don't give up and give in to, well, this situation is bigger than me. Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff bigger than me. I know I'm six, about 6'4", six, but there's, you know, there's a few people. You know, Brian, he's taller than me. and You know, Dave, I think he's pretty, Sal, he's, he's probably bigger than me. You know, he's about maybe an inch taller or whatever. But you know what I mean. There's... There's a lot of things in life that are bigger than us. But it doesn't matter. Amen. Because nothing is bigger than God. So when you have God and yourself, that's a majority. 
Amen. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. God and I make a majority. God and you make a majority. Amen. Though, though you've you got all kinds of stuff against you, God can handle it. Let's all stand and let's pray right now and ask God to help us with the also. What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast and may God bless you.